The old renaissance is the new renaissance. Standing on tradition while embracing the spirit of distinction. This is the Harlem Brewing Company. Uniquely crafted beer brewed to deliver a taste, a sound, and a feeling that can only be described in one way. Harlem style. So come and take a trip on the A-Train with our Harlem Sugar Hill Golden Ale and our Harlem Renaissance Whip Beer. The neighborhood original. Sponsored by Harlem Beer Distributing North Carolina. For more information, log on to their website at harlembeernc.com. This is the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Tuesday, November 15th. I'm Donald Ware, Takeaway Tuesday on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. A couple of takeaways. First of all, uh, let's start here. And uh, we're going to take a look at the uh, coaches and HBCU coaches and media polls, which were released on Monday. I mean, no surprise that Jackson State remains number one at uh, 10 and 0 now on the season and already its spot in the SWAC championship game. So no surprise there in the coaches poll, Florida A&M, North Carolina Central, North Carolina A&T remain two, three, and four. Southern moves into the top five spot at number five, moving up from one, uh, moving up one spot from last week. Six through ten looks like this: Prairie View A&M, Alabama State, Texas Southern, Alcorn State, and Howard. Alcorn State and Howard both re-enter the poll uh, again. Very similar to the coaches poll is the media poll top five remain the same jackson state benedict florida a&m north carolina central and virginia union six through ten looks like this north carolina a&t fayetteville state fort valley state prairie view a&m and southern as uh fayetteville state moves up from the number 10 spot to number seven very similar okay to how Fayetteville State moved from not even being ranked in the regional to being ranked number seven in the regional. What is the reward? Go on the road to play uh, Delta State. But all you really want, I mean, all you really want is an opportunity. And that is certainly what the Broncos are receiving, an opportunity to be in the Division II playoffs. Congratulations to Howard running back Jarrett Hunter, one of the the uh, HBCU National Players of the Week. Carried the ball 12 times, 149 yards, had one touchdown, three receptions, 40 yards, and had two touchdowns in the Bison and uh, their victory, 28-14 over South Carolina State. Also, congratulations to Eric Phoenix, the running back, or excuse me, the quarterback for Benedict, as uh, he had a solid game. 19 of 29 passes completed, 313 yards, two touchdowns, also rushed 11 times for 91 yards, and a touchdown in leading Benedict to the SIAC championship game uh, victory over Tuskegee. So you can learn more about those two gentlemen on our website at BoxToRow.com, the HBCU National Players of the Week. A couple of takeaways from Week 11. Number one, North Carolina Central. Well, so North Carolina Central hasn't, well, has it has wrapped up at least a share 
of the MEAC championship. Now, if Howard defeats Morgan State, then Howard and North Carolina Central would share the championship. But because NCCU beat Howard head-to-head, NCCU will represent the MEAC in the Celebration Bowl. So even before we talk more about North Carolina Central, this is a prime opportunity for Howard to have a share of the MEAC championship. And when is the last time that happened? I mean, it's been a long time ago. So again, I said in the beginning of the year that I thought all of the MEAC Pro would improve. They had it with the exception of South Carolina State, who just, I don't know what happened. It just, you know, I think they were some injuries, but some of it was other things because, and, and mostly I, w- I would say probably offensively, defense pretty much uh, was still intact and in, 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 in playing decent, uh, decent enough anyway. Um, but just a lot of things kind of going on there. But Howard with a prime opportunity. So back to North Carolina Central. Now ranked number 25 in the uh, FCS coach, uh, the FCS coaches poll, uh, AFCA coaches poll. Uh, which is big, you know, earlier that the, uh, the Eagles were ranked in the, in the uh, FCS poll as well after the victory over New Hampshire. This is a tough South, this is a tough North Carolina central team. Uh, I think with a, with a prime opportunity at winning the HBCU national championship, uh, I think with, I mean, I, you know, Davius Richard, I've watched Davius Richard from his true freshman year in 2019 to this point. He's the real deal. I mean, not only does he throw well, he runs well, he gets in the end. Um, he's the real deal. And they have a, a, a good opportunity there. So that's one of my takeaways. One of my other takeaways, uh, Fayetteville State and the Broncos victory in the CIAA championship. Yes, fifth time is the charm. And big shots out to Elton Andrew the kicker for the Broncos because he had to come in in a big situation, a big moment, the kick of his life. He's able to nail it. 43 yards in college is not a gimme. 43 yards anywhere under that kind of pressure in that situation is not a gimme. And he went out and got it done and propelled his team to victory. I'm happy for Richard Hayes because you know, Richard Hayes had been in this game a long time as an assistant coach. At one time, was out of coaching, got back into it, was the defensive coordinator at Winston-Salem State under Connell Maynard, became the head football coach at Fayetteville State, turned things around immediately. And now the Broncos have won a CIAA championship and will play in the championship or, or in the, uh, the uh, Division II playoffs. So I think that is, that is really, really big. For, uh, for Richard Hayes and that Broncos program. Uh, another takeaway, Texas Southern is a win, 41-7 to over Grambling because Texas Southern still has an outside shot at the championship. Now, Prairie View A&M controls its own destiny right now in terms of that Western Division crown in the SWAC and the right to play Jackson State in the championship game. Um, but, you know, you still have Southern that's right, th- that, that, that's there. You still have Texas Southern that's there. I just don't see where Prairie View A&M is going to lose to Mississippi Valley State um, on Saturday. Uh, and, and so, but uh, that Western division, uh, but I like, uh, you know, I like what Texas Southern is doing. 
Um, I like what Coach McKinney is doing, high-powered offense. Um, you know, Andrew Body as his quarterback's been good. So, you know, Texas Southern is doing some things. May not be Texas Southern's year this year to play for the SWAC championship, but um, I think he's got that program kind of going in the right direction. So that's also uh, one of my takeaways from the from week 11 in HBCU football. Um, you know, it's just been, it's been a really great season. We still, you know, we still have the Western division to be decided in the SWAC. The cha- SWAC championship game is going to happen. We're going to have the celebration bowl. We know North Carolina Central is in that, um, you know, and we'll see, you know, we'll see what happens with Florida a and I mean, Florida a and is rolling. Eight and two, as a matter of fact, they put in a bid to host the FCS, the first round of the FCS playoffs, which I think is really, really big. I think they have an opportunity. Got to go out and handle their business against Bethune-Cookman because I think a loss to Bethune-Cookman, and I think Florida a is out, but a win over Bethune-Cookman, you would have, you would have, now you're talking about nine straight wins with your only loss being to Jackson State and Power 5 UNC. I don't see how the committee could keep Florida A&M out of the playoffs with that kind of resume. Nine straight victories, of course, provided that the Rattlers defeat uh, Bethune-Cookman. And that's no easy task. I mean, Florida A&M is, as um, as Willie Simmons said on the call today, or, or the, on the call on Monday, appropriately, we've been favored in the the three previous games and lost two of the last three games, right? So this is rivalry. And Phil Cookman can put points on the board. That's the thing about it. Like they can put points on the board. So this is definitely of concern for Florida a but I think a victory would mean that the Rattlers would be in the FCS playoffs. So that's, a, that's some of my takeaways from week 11 in HBCU football. What are some of your takeaways? Hit me up via Twitter at box to row B-O-X-T-O-R-O-W. Don't forget to tell a couple of friends about the HBCU Football Daily Podcast where you can find us on our website at boxtorow.com, also on iheartmedia.com or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also watch on the Box to Row YouTube page. Talk with you tomorrow.